We'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which we record this podcast today. We would also like to pay our respect to Elders past and present. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. You're listening to Best Judy's, an LGBT podcast about the most amazing people in our community and the incredible things that they do. Hi, my name is Justin Hill and I'm a red carpet reporter and TV presenter. And the incredibly average thing that I did today was I found the cheapest flights home for Christmas online. Cute. Back yeah. down to Tassie mm-hmm. for the for the fam- Christmas Don't break. Don't people I'm from Tasmania. No, we have to let people know. There's, we have to let people know. We can't not. Your turn. My turn. Hi, I'm Sam Devonport, an events manager by day and a drag queen by night. And today, my horribly average thing is I am battling the worst hangover I think I've ever had in my life. (laughs) This is how it ends. This is it. Toto, I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Well, we do have a very special guest in the studio today, Uh, a very esteemed guest. I guess you would say probably Sydney drag royalty. One of my no, best um, <laughs> I'm going to say it. Someone who I've known for a long time. Um, please, ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Jasper, a.k.a. Crystal Clear. Hey, guys. Hello. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Very well. Uh, excuse me. Is it your birthday today? May. No. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. It's it's the last time I can say I'm still in my 20s. Yeah, me 29. too. Are you that old now? Oh, uh, excuse me. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, Rude. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, Don't worry. Your 30s are lots of fun. Yeah, right. It's when you're like over that period of being like an immature person, well, but you're was, a bit more responsible. What I always say is your teenage years are to be over emotional. Mm-hmm. Your 20s are to actually feel those emotions. Yes. And your 30s are to sort of prove to your parents that you're not exactly what they wanted to be. <laughs> Now, we did surprise you a little earlier with a little bit of a birthday cake. Shall we cut to how that went down? Listen to this. Yes, please. Oh, my God, you guys. Don't. Oh, my God, what? Happy birthday to you. 18 years old again. Happy birthday, dear Jasper. Happy birthday to you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And just You're so you know, I actually burnt my finger on the wax when I was bringing it into you, and you oh, didn't you see as me. I was walking in the door. Then the one of the blew out. I was like, what? I was like, <laughs> I was like, there's a door. It was happening. Strange. I was like, I was like, do you guys want a cupcake? Yeah, of course I do. God, Jesus. Now, um, obviously, we wanted to get you in here today to talk a little bit about your life. Yes. Uh, you are someone that we have wanted to get on this podcast for a long time, and we just yeah. have been churning so through the guests, just so booked busy. and blessed. <laughs> 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 Hashtag booked and busy. We're just so, uh, so busy. We are. Um, now, there are two reasons we wanted you to come in today. One, yes. because you're a phenomenal drag queen. You are, like, carving out what it means to be, I guess, a drag queen in 2019 at the moment. I mean, if anyone looks at your Instagram page, which we can follow you at, at Crystal Clear Official, all with K's and a double E. <laughs> <laughs> it's really Very hard. Pacific. Um, if anyone looks at your drag on there, they can see that what you're doing is really, I guess it's the modern Australian day version of drag, I suppose, isn't it? It's not like Brooklyn Club, you know, it's not like the Club Kids, it's not like um, Beauty Drag, it's really... It's a bit of everything. Yeah. Well, I was listening to the podcast a couple of weeks ago and last week as well, and uh, Coco Jumbo and etc. said that well, yeah, Australia really does have, mm. in our opinion, the best drag. You got yeah, everything. It's because everyone here's so versatile. Yeah, and I love Apart that. From Sam. I love it. 
Well, huh? not first <laughs> <laughs> wow, the jokes are just dropping like bombs today. <laughs> well, no, your drag is a bit slow. <laughs> your drag is very versatile. If you call being able to afford a billion weeks versatile and wearing uh, <laughs> a billion different shoes in the same color I'm versatile. Saying, uh, I'm afraid to feel I just want to say fine. I am not talking about drag at all, but anyway, let's continue. Anywho's moving on the from other, that. The other, so. <laughs> the other reason that we wanted you to have uh, wanted you to come in today is because, you know, there was a story that came out in the news recently about um, Jonathan Van Ness yes. uh, coming out and revealing in his um, his book that he is a man living with HIV. Yes. And I know that you're also living with HIV as well. well. First off, I was like, how has the POSU movement not moved over to mm. America? Mm. Cam Clarkson, when I uh, was horribly outed for being HIV positive by a, a fellow drag queen. You were? Uh, we won't go. Yeah, we won't go Oh, that. really? Um, That's horrible. Yeah, it was really, really horrible. But uh, at the same time, Cam Clarkson with um, the Institute of Medicine. I know Cam, he started, yeah. He started this whole uh, bracket pos. Yeah. Plus sign U for undetectable, Mm -hmm. close bracket. Um, And HIV positive, sort of not bad as it is now. Like, Mm. there's there's still stigma, very much so. Absolutely. Oh, 110%. Pos U is just, uh, I feel like Pos U has completely erased a lot of that stigma because (laughs) the stigma is only from uneducation, from uneducated people. And it's when you realize that, yes, AIDS does still exist, but only in the third world, unfortunately, mm-hmm. and HIV really has been stopped dead in its tracks with PrEP. And yeah. and when you sort of talk to people, even in your community, even your friends, mm. that you would sort of expect to like sit on a computer and Google it. Mm. Three ways you can catch it, unprotected mm. sex, blood to blood, and mother to child. Mm. That's it. You can't catch it from swimming in a pool with anyone. And it dies. The HIV virus dies really quickly once it's out of the system that's as well. That's the thing. And... With prep, it's compli- like it's totally and medication. It's just wonderful. It's yeah. stopped it in its tracks. You, I've I've met people who were on their deathbeds in the late eighties, like ready to say goodbye, and then of course AZT came out, and then they're undetectable now. Mm. That which means even if a person isn't on prep and ha- they have sex with a person who is undetectable, the chances of catching the disease yeah. are slim to none. Mm. Yeah, I'm not going to say. Impossible, but slim to none. Yeah. And even in England, two cases of HIV have been completely cured. Wait, isn't that nuts? I remember reading about that and mm. I was just, it kind of makes your stomach turn because you're just like, this is this is the point that yeah. we're getting to. You know, yeah. we're getting well, to the point where there are, they're making developments where it can, it will be cured. Like yeah. we're getting there. I just wish cancer was the same, you know? Right. Like yeah. it's just, surely there has to be something. There has to be. There has to be. Now tell us about your story. I remember... I remember reading your post and I'm glad that I didn't hear it from a secondhand person. I'm glad I heard it from you. And my feelings were is that I felt very helpless for you. Um, I I felt helpless in the sense that I didn't know what to do. I didn't Mm. know how to reach out to you or what I would say that would make you feel better if anything. So talk me through that period. Um, It was very weird. It was Mm. a very weird sort of, I made that post because I wanted everyone to hear it from me because it was the, my track was leaked. Oh my God. Um, (laughs) And it was being spoken about without my knowledge because I confided into the wrong person. Which is horrendous that someone would take that away from you. Horrendous. And then sort of 
stumbled and fell in front of people who were supposed to be helping me and mm. they were sort of not they were laughing at me falling not laughing at me because i was like having a laugh at yourself uh, uh, not because i was sick or whatever but they were laughing at me going look how much she's just putting her foot in her mm. mouth oh mm. sorry language you realize um <laughs> and i have a beeper i can put it on you and it was <laughs> yeah it was just weird and it was like you're supposed to be like holding my hand, not mm. looking at me in the dressing room when I'm telling someone else and walking away from me and not even going, are you okay? Like, mm. and I was, it was sort of my, my, my big mouth and my sort of chattiness about like, like my ability to just F up everything. Like first time I met, say someone like uh, Minnie Cooper, I accidentally knocked her drink straight into her drag bag. <laughs> oh, no. Into and her felt, drag bag. Oh, oh, no. And it was like, it was like, oh. why, like, why do I keep like allowing myself to do these yeah. silly things? And she just goes, "It's all right, it's all right, it's all right." <laughs> it's I was all like, right. "Can I do it?" She goes, "No, no, no, just step away." <laughs> but like, just don't touch anything. It was those kind of thing, like those kind of interactions with many different people and uh, drag queens as well, and just my, I was just a clumsy kid, like walking mm. down the street, I'd see a shoe on the ground and I would trip over that yeah. shoe. Like, completely clean It street, would come for yeah. you. You know? Um, and so, people would sort of picking on me and making fun of me for that kind of, like, she's just such a klutz. And then, sort of paired with that, paired with breaking up with my boyfriend, paired with cre- intellectual theft, creative theft and that kind of stuff mm. through 2014. It was just a very sort of meh year. Yeah. It wasn't easy. But... I believe that God put me on this planet to go through the shit I've gone through because I have a very thick skin mm. and yeah. he knows that I can come out the other side of it just completely fine and be able to help other people. So tying it back to JVN and what I, what we were talking about this last week with Harry and, yeah, you know, I said the, the greatest part about his story is that people already have had a preconception about who JVN was. And they had either seen him in, in Queer Eye or they had seen him in Gay of Thrones even. Jonathan um, Van Ness. I was Jonathan like, JVN. Van Ness. That only just clicked. You're like, who? Uh, so, you know, people already had an idea of who he was. Yes. They had seen him. It's what, like, been two seasons of Queer Eye now. Mm. So people were like, I love him. He's so funny. He yeah. does this. He's got long hair. He wears dresses and heels. And then he was like, surprise. I am perfectly normal. I am yeah. perfectly healthy. I yeah. am well, successful, I he, but he I just also that, happen to be HIV. He did a lot of that in the show. He was like, what he said, uh, what Jonathan said about uh, Queer Eye was the first season, like the first season with Carson Cressley and, yeah, and yeah. all those, and Jai, Jai, what's his name? Jai. He was so beautiful. Uh, and Kai and Douglas. No, oh, oh. Yeah, I remember Kai having a spray tan. Yep. Oh, yeah. my with, God. Oh, standing on the side, I was with like, those undies on? Me? Yes, I <laughs> Oh, memories. No, like, that was a very pivotal point in my Certainly early Certainly was. I was, I was like, like I was like, oh my, what? what? I'm feeling weird feelings inside yeah. of me. Bit of a sexual awakening with that one. I was literally yeah. about to say it. But um, what Jonathan Van Ness said about that was it put homosexuality um, in the public eye. Yeah. The second season broke down the stereotypes. Yeah. That's right. And um, you see it, like, if how they would have edited it, like, Jonathan walking into the house with big hair blowing everywhere and yeah. he's all loud and gay. They would have just focused on the loud gay part. Yeah, yeah. But with the when he talks to the people, it's sort of snap and he's like, okay, the fun's over. Yeah. The reality is yeah. that you're a beautiful person, you're mm. a great person. Mm-hmm. It just reinforces them and just 
makes them feel amazing. It's like makes you should you be doing good. this. You're gorgeous. And all you have to do is just pluck this hair, do that thing, yeah. and then you'll be living the best life you can. Yeah. And I love that they focus on the reinforcement that yeah. someone... You're already beautiful. Yeah. yeah. But it's not that we're just going to put this new tiny clothes on thing. you. Yeah, we're not going to change who you are. I yeah. love that. And I love that about him, that he was like, yeah. it's just part of who I am yeah. and I'm choosing to share it with you yeah. in this moment. And yeah. I guess, you know, you kind of took back the control of your story by um, telling everyone, you know, that it was, and it was your choice. I mean, you were kind of pushed in the direction of doing it and it was forced upon you, but it, you could have gone, oh, I'm not addressing it. I'm not telling anyone. I'm just going to ignore it. And yeah. But the hard thing you know, about that was having to put on a brave face absolutely. straight away mm-hmm. didn't really allow and, um, me. And I'm ill-prepared. Well, I didn't realise... <laughs> it's been four or five years and it was only sort of at the beginning of this year that I was like, okay, wow, it really actually has like really affected me. Like I had some of my straight friends who uh, like the 20, 21st birthday, we were still at that sort of like, oh, we'll have a pool party thing. Um, They were like, mm, we have a bit of a uh, fear, like, because they lived... Wait, what? They, uh, it's really they hard to explain. Wow. So, it was a friend that lived on the King's School grounds, um, yeah. at the King's School. And we would always just go there and hang out uh, and swim in the pools and diving boards and use the facilities yeah. because we were allowed to. And it was his girlfriend, my other best friend's uh, birthday. And they he just randomly said, oh, by the way, um, the sports team, uh, the sports teachers have said no one with any known STDs is allowed to swim in the pool. And it's like, why would that be an issue for... A school, like a school. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, I said, well, I, I like, first off, I don't believe you. Yeah. And secondly, why why don't you like respect me enough to. And that was this year? Yeah. We, no, no, no. This, that was, um, that was when it first started. Oh, okay. Right. It's, um, and it was at the same, <laughs> it was at the same time as the, um, I'll ride with you, hashtag I'll ride with oh, you, the yeah, birthday yeah. movement. Uh-huh. And, um, my other, best friend he started a hashtag the hashtag i'll swim with you and it was <laughs> it was really fun and it was like a nice laugh but it was yeah. like it's the same thing happened in the 90s with greg luganis and he was diving mm. and yeah his head open on the diving board yeah. and they drained the pool mm. because they freaked out um and like i said before you can only catch it three ways yeah. and it's very hard to catch it with people on prep and like medicating and but yeah having Having a couple of friends sort of not want to be friends with you because you had something wrong with you. Yeah. It was just like... Which is awful. I mean, I mean, the only thing I can say to you is that it obviously shows their true colours and it shows that in a time when you needed them the most, they were not there for you. No. Like, no, and they're probably yeah. not and true friends. I think with, no. with JVN coming out with his status, it's... Um, it's certainly already removed a lot of the stigma because mm-hmm. they see, as you said, they see him as someone who's been mm. this happy, healthy, mm-hmm. thriving person yeah. for the last two and people years have, since he's been know, on TV. Like I said to you when we were talking to Harry, I just wanted to be his best friend. Yeah. And I know that that's how exactly. people think about those yeah. boys because their friendship is just, it's, it is measurable. You can see it in the room. They are like holding each other and holding hands and legs are across each other and they're just having the best time ever. And they didn't even know each other from a bar of soap. And they've just become, and you just want to be in that. Well, it's like the old lady says at the end of Titanic or or the beginning of Titanic, a woman's heart is a deep ocean of secrets. And it's true. People hold all of these things about negative things and positive things about their lives. And they put forward the Fab Five, especially Mm. Jonathan Van Ness, especially, especially just put forward these just, gracious, beautiful, kind, helpful, empathetic people. Yeah. I just, and it's, I just love it. 
I love them. I love him. Yeah. Who's been amazing in your life? Like, I mean, I know we've spoken about a few people who have not been amazing, but who has been outstanding and has just been someone that you really look on and say, gosh, you, you've been really good to me. I mean, other than my parents, mm. they're just the most wonderful people in the world. And They are. Look, your mum and dad are amazing. I'd come home from preschool. Okay, well, go put your dress on. Yeah. Mum would always, mum and dad would always say when we were little kids and it's sort of like you only realise it when you're 18. You're like, that's a real, like a really cool thing mm. for people parents to like prepare their kids for but but mum would always say well when you've got a girlfriend or a boyfriend Mm -hmm. and it was never like or a boyfriend yeah it was just like (laughs) one or the other and um yeah it was always I didn't never had to like I never had to come out to my parents Mm. mum came up to me one night and I did like I I have woman's intuition and me and my mum can telepathically (laughs) talk to each other but like she was walking up to me I was like oh she's about to ask me if I'm gay and she goes are you gay and I go I think so and she goes okay good night and I was <laughs> easy as that. My sexuality has never been an issue. Uh, telling them, like I told them, the second I was diagnosed, was really was really hard for Dad mm-hmm. to hear that because he's a Leo and he's a Mister Fix It, and it yeah. was like something he couldn't fix. And right. yeah, so that was a difficult blow for him to take. Um, but yeah, my parents and of course. My like my soulmate, Breve Enamel, <laughs> Blake. Um, I've got a lot of people who are who support me in very different ways. Mm. Sam has been a huge like you've been a really really wonderful friend of mine. Um, oh, Coco, Coco, <laughs> Ivy Vibe have just all been great friends of mine. Um, Peach Fuzz, Anthony Severino, Chris Gagan. I it's, Shout out! <laughs> uh, just, Everyone's getting a shout out today. Yeah, and uh, they're all Stephen your best ben, just, they, they, they know who they are, and I mean, if you sort of offload all of your emotion, I'm a lot, mm-hmm. but I like I take a lot, like a mm. real lot, like a lot, a lot, a lot. I take so much from a friendship, but I give just as much as I take, and I go above and beyond. But I take above and beyond as well. Yeah. Like I'm yeah. very intense. So like I can't. Stress one person out too much. I was just, yeah. yeah, I'm a Libra, guys. You, you balance, you balance <laughs> it out. You're using yeah. your scales, yeah. literally. Yeah. This is probably something that I feel like you're going to, you know, kind of not be aware of. But I feel like being someone who is, who has been in the LGBT scene in Sydney, in the drag queen in, you know, Sydney for such a long time, and who did publicly come out with your status. Mm-hmm. The point of this podcast is to talk to a lot of kids out there who don't have a chosen family like we do. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of kids that we talk to that might be out in the country who mm-hmm. listen to this podcast and who do DM us and talk to us and say they love listening to it. It's the highlight of their week. Mm-hmm. Um, who are it, valid, wonderful people. Absolutely. absolutely. And it starts the conversation for them about stuff that they really probably would love to talk to someone yeah. about. Or don't so, probably not even know about. Yeah. So the point yeah. that I feel like you are a bit of a mentor when it comes to someone who is successfully living their life and who, you know, who's doing great things Thank with you. their life. How does it feel to, and have you spoken to many people oh, ab- yeah. about that <laughs> since you So what happened was I said, well, if you're going to publicly out me, I'm going to flip it around and F you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to go balls to the wall. So it all started with, um, there used to be a show at the old, uh, the shift yep. now known as Universal. Yes. It was called, Hey, Hey, It's Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I remember <laughs> I'm hosted that by, uh, Brecco. Yeah. And, um, it was out and he spoke to me about it and I was still very sort of like, like freshly diagnosed and still didn't, like, I didn't even really know what was happening to my mm-hmm. body. Um, and 
from there, Cam Clarkson was there. We spoke. Um, they added me into a private Facebook group called the Institute of Many, TIM, um, with Charlie Treadway, and it's just and it's just this huge community group full of people living with HIV. And it, like one night, I was went to work and said, "Shit, I didn't take my pill. I didn't take my medication." Um, got on the group. I said, "Hey, is anyone on the same medication as me? Um, are they able uh, and lives close to?" where I'm working, can you pop over and just bring me my little blue pill? <laughs> and there was someone within 10 minutes. It was Frida oh, Fawcett. Um, that's beautiful. She's wonderful. And she popped over straight away and she's, here you go. I said, thank you so much. Lifesaver. Yeah. And it's like, it's having a community group like that. Yeah. Absolutely wonderful. Um, and then uh, I did an article for SX Magazine and um, Sydney Star Observer. I got a beautiful message from Simon Dunn saying... I'm proud of you for doing this because he's such a good fighter for people yeah. with HIV. Like he just he fights for people. We love him. He's, yeah, he's been on these. Yeah, we, yeah, he's one of those people you meet straight away and realize that they're. It's like he's so genuine. It's genuine he's a cares. Yeah. 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 What, what is your <laughs> advice to maybe young kids out there who might be HIV positive, maybe even freshly diagnosed, listening mm. to this and not having anyone around them to yeah. give advice on what do they do next other than, I mean, you've made some good points about finding a group and yeah. sharing your story with other people, Absolutely. finding like-minded people. Yeah. Well, welcome to the club if you are. <laughs> um, and although it may seem like your world is crashing down, that world that is crashing down is not revolving around you. People mm. don't know anything is wrong. They don't see every tiny moment in your life. So they don't understand what you're going through. So, as long as you don't let people see you sweat, then you can sort of deal with your own shit on your own time, on yeah. your own terms. Um, as far as reaching out, you can... Acon have always got wonderful, like, support groups, have wonderful people to talk to. Um, I mean, uh, go to your local doctor, go to your GP and say, um, I need to, like, I would like to find a, a clinic that sort of specialises in HIV yeah. and... Um, find out their details and go there and then see what the support groups they have for those things. Um, get online. It's 2019 when, like, back in, what, 2008, you had that sort of everyone sort of putting a bad name on certain groups of people mm -hmm. and be like, it was literally the egg spoiling the bunch sort mm -hmm. of thing. Yeah. And now we've sort of developed to, like, if you are not a part of that, like, community, whether it be, like, abortion or, like, Black people or like Chinese people, you cannot comment on something that you are not educated about. A part of, educated on. Yeah. Don't talk about religion unless you know another religion other than Christianity and mm. Judaism or Is uh, Islam or mm. anything. Is just don't comment on something until you know about it, and don't believe something unless it comes out of the actual source's mouth. Mm. And like, don't let someone put a label on you for something that you don't need to be labelled for. Yeah. Now, boys, uh, there is part of this podcast we like to do, which is um, we like to highlight our best Judy, our person who is amazing in our life, mm -hmm. the person that we want to highlight and tell yep. them they're doing an amazing job. Anyone who would like us to mention their best Judy, don't forget you can follow us on Instagram at bestjudies and slide into our DMs. Please do. With who you would like to highlight Slip on the show. Slip and slide right in. Now, Sam, who is your best Judy this my week? My best Judy this week is someone I actually promised I said would be my best Judy a couple of weeks ago, but I completely forgot. Oh, um, You're making promises to people about who's going to be your best well, duty. Well, the reason why this person um, was my best duty was I ran into an old friend, Josh Stevenson. Oh, I love Josh. Yeah. Um, ran into him at ARC and him and I literally just sat 
for like two hours. Oh, and I just love talks. a catch up like that. If you want and to look queen as well, like he's a muscle boy that does these great looks. He went oh, to really? Mardi Gras oh. as Mrs. Garrison, like shaved the top of his <laughs> yeah, head. Yeah, shaved the top. Oh my, it was oh. a funniest thing. <gasps> really? But then the year before he was Mr. Slave and it was just like oh juicy, my juicy. God. Yeah. <laughs> but and he does a great 70s look as well. Oh, love the flair. Yeah. Loves the flair. And a yellow glasses. And what about you, Jasper? <laughs> Who is your best duty this week? My best duty this week is Breathe Enamel. Oh, yes. What, what is a drag name. love Breathe. My, so, my ride or die. So clever. My ride or die. Brianne Crackers. Like the cheese. Oh. And Brianne <laughs> Crackers. Lover. I just love her. I just love her, love her, love her. Yeah? Yeah. She's one of those people that has such a positive aura mm-hmm. around yeah. her. Every time you, you can't help but smile. Yeah. Yeah. Such a lovely person. And such a pure person. When I first came to the scene... Um, there was a lot of like really bad things sort of around me and I was that I wasn't aware of and she would sort of swat these things out of the way before like Oh could, wow. Like, That's the kind of friend you need, hey. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, she's just wonderful. And Justin, who's your best duty oh, this thank week? Thank you, Sam. Thank you for introducing me. That's so nice. That's I haven't heard right. much out of you today because you're a bit hungover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my best duty this week is someone who I would love you guys to know, and that is a queer singer by the name of Sarah St. James. Now, calm down, celebrity. I know. She's such an adorable performer. She is a curvy girl. She is a queer girl. Love. She is like someone who I don't even know how we met. We kind of like started following on each other on Instagram. And um, she has been sending me her music as she's been making it. And she truly is wow. someone who who I think has a really bright future. And I just, you know, she came to me and asked me for some advice. And she was like, it was just refreshing to not have someone be like, how can I get your job? Or how yeah. can I do what you're doing? She was <laughs> like, you. I just need some advice on what I should and shouldn't be doing. Yeah. She's made the big move to Sydney. Um, and she has How got a, a, yeah, she's got a song out called Break. So if you check that out, you should have a listen to it. Sarah St. James underscore on Instagram. You are my best duty this week. Will you help me? Can you help me? You don't need to be helped any longer. You've always had the power to go back to Kansas. I have. Then why didn't you tell her before? Because she wouldn't have believed me. She had to learn it for herself. It's been um, nice having you in today. It's been very enlightening mm. to talk about your story. Uh, there is one part of this podcast that we like to do, and that is an affirmation, or as we like to call them, Sam, an affirmation. Uh, so, Sam, what have you got for us today? Okay, so I found uh, just a little quote online that I thought was really cute, um, and it's, keep your face to the sunshine and you cannot see a shadow. That's nice. And I nice. just thought that was really nice. And I like that. I have a really wonderful one as well. Oh, please yeah, share. Go for um, it. Just because of someone's inability to see your worth does not make you any less valuable. Oh, that's nice. That's and you didn't nice. even read that from anything. It just came straight out your mouth. I think it was one of those, like, inspirational posts <laughs> on Facebook. I was, like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I see a lot of them, and um, it's... Yeah. It's just as dorky as they are and they are the work. kind of thing that your mum shares on Facebook, they are nice to see pop up every now and again. Yeah. Like, I actually like it because it's a way of, I don't know, I feel like every time you bring one into this podcast, I'm like, oh, yeah, I can see how that would apply yeah. to me. All right, Jasper, it's been nice having you in today. So Thank you so much for sharing for that with us. In. I hope so you enjoyed fun. your very expensive uh, birthday cake that oh, we got you. Like, I'm... <laughs> I'm I'm wild for it. Did you particularly love the numbers of the candles yeah, that I put on it for you? Eighteen again. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, no, eighteen no. again. No. You're like, don't no. Actually, the skin I would love. I'd love an oh, eighteen same. year old face again. Um, but me, I just had a little gracious. freshen up on my forehead, which was just lovely. Is that explaining the lack of emotion? Yeah, I know. Got it. Okay. <laughs> normally, it's just normally me. But I just no, thought you were being why. a bitch. No, no. <laughs> well, I am. Don't you worry. Uh, thank you so much for sharing your thank story you so with us. It means a lot to have you come in. I know that this isn't something 
something that a lot of people can just talk openly and freely about. And also to, to know that you were kind of forced into it. Yeah. Not forced into doing this podcast, Look, but forced into revealing that about yourself. It upsets me, but it also kind of like, I at, guess. At the time it was upsetting, but yeah. you know, um, it's a weird way. It's Here a really we weird thing. But at the end of the day, I'm glad I've got it because yeah. I've been able to do things, help so many and, people yeah. as well. And there's no stigma behind it. Talk to other people about it. Yeah. And yeah, and it's safe. Always get yourself checked. Get on prep. Know your status. Know your status. Yes. Oh my god, you just come alive and come close to the microphone right. for the first time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's it's better. It's safer to sleep with someone who knows their status. Yep. than it is to sleep with someone who doesn't know their status yep, but preach. hasn't been checked in a long time. Absolutely. Um, we are very excited to see you on RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, oh. how much fun! It's going to be very exciting. Can't wait for it to come to Australia. And I can't wait to see you on our TV screens. Yeah, I know you're going absolutely. to be there. I've always said there's like a list of queens that I have that yep. I'm like, these people need to be on Drag Race of some kind. And you're up there because you're Crystal can do clear everything. at the top of the list. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, Sam, we will finish off this podcast how we always do. And you're obviously welcome to join in if you would like yeah. to. <clears throat> Are you ready, Sam? I, I don't know. This thing over <laughs> is killing you guys. Do you want me to count you in? This I week? think so. All right. <laughs> ready? Three, two, one. There's, There's no, no place, place like homo. homo. There's no place like homo. There's no place like homo. And your little dog, too. <laughs> <laughs>